in light of the recent attack in Christchurch, New Zealand, while Dreamer Productions would like to take a brief moment of silence for all those lives affected by the tragedy. Hello and welcome to our third episode of MiraCast, our podcast about everything you need to know, need to hear about um, theatre and dance updates in Australia, in Auckland, and what it takes to bring to life a truly magical, truly amazing stage production. So today I am joined by Rishabh Kapoor. Hello. Hey, hey, George. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you going, Rishabh? Awesome. Just enjoying the Sunday. The it's Sunday, Sunday in Auckland. Yes. Absolutely. We're recording this on a, on a Sunday morning, um, first thing <laughs> in the morning. Um, it's a little bit later over in Auckland. I'm actually here in Australia at the moment. So mm-hmm. slight time difference, but I agree. It is a beautiful day on this side of the world. But for everyone who doesn't know you or, or hasn't heard you before, can you mm-hmm. tell us about yourself? Who are you? Introduce yourself to us. Right. Um, so my name is Rishab, as George mentioned. Now, in terms of uh, the, the team Mira, I am one of the characters, playing one of the characters in the in the play, um, and I'm also assisting our beautiful directors um, um, in in the show. So I'm also one of the assistant directors. Um, whenever Arthi or Chamkor are not here, I take charge of rehearsals and I make sure that everything's going right. You know the usual stuff. Um, yeah, and I've been acting for about five and a half, six years now. Um, now I've worked uh, as a full-time actor and creative. Um, professionally, I was trained as a lawyer. I know it's quite different, but it's actually quite similar. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, I, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. This is, I think this sums up my life. Yeah, um, that sounds two short things. Yeah, like one one hell of a journey. I know that even last year we had a whole load of people in the show. Who was everyone from lawyers to engineers, all all different backgrounds coming and 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 collaborating on on dance and theatre. So how did that how did that look for you? How did you go from being a lawyer to then immersing yourself <laughs> in the world of theatre? How did how did that look? Uh, good question, George. And that's that's a lot of people have asked me that question. That why would you leave uh, being a lawyer and get onto something like being an actor. So um, basically, I have, I've always been on stage uh, somehow or the other growing up, um, either, as a, either as involved as a musician or playing something or singing. I don't sing anymore. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, then basically I, 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 I got into law. Um, I got into a heavy side of law, which was income tax, and that's back home in India. Um, and I was very young. I was like uh, 20, 20-ish. And uh, by the age of 25, I was working 16 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, appearing in co- uh, different courts all around the country, and especially the Supreme Court. Now, now, for people who are lawyers, they would understand that at the age of 25, you fighting cases in the Supreme Court of India, it's a big thing. Um, but I was not happy uh, as a person because I felt like something's missing. I'm not creating stuff. Uh, I don't, I'm not doing what I like doing. And this is, this is always had that attraction towards performing arts. Um, and, and then, you know, the universe, when you, when you put it out in the universe that you want to do something else, it tries to create the, the path for you. And that's basically what happened. So I was approached by one of my friends who, who was working with uh, one of the A-listing, A-listers of Bollywood uh, or the Indian film fraternity, if I would call it the correct way. 
and he was working on a movie with a very big star amir khan and the movie's name was tk and he came to delhi for auditions and stuff and he said hey you know i'm looking for this kind of person are you uh, and then he looks at me and say hey why don't you just do it i'm like um okay uh, so inside you're like there are a lot of butterflies in your stomach already just by the thought that you're auditioning for that big thing or a movie just in general i'm like uh okay cool so i because see law taught me to be uh, being in court taught me to be confident in life um and i'll give it to that profession um so i was like yeah cool let's do it so we just recorded and uh, we were having some bs uh, in in my in my apartment in delhi and we just recorded it randomly and i was like yeah man nothing's going to happen um i get a call at 12 almost 12 pm um or 12 am in the night and i'm like uh, it's his call and i'm like yeah what's up and he's like you know i just had a news so you know i want to tell you i'm and, and i'm like you know it's not going to be good news anyways because i'm not an actor i'm just a lawyer <laughs> and he's like you know the role you audition for uh, for unfortunately you'll not get that role and i was like okay yeah it's okay move on and then he's like no but but the director loves your thing and he wants you to give something more than that and i'm like are you are you, are you pulling my leg are you, are you kidding around with me and like what's happening over here so i long story short that happened and that was kind of a big trigger in my life at that stage a few years ago like it's around 6 7 years ago 7 years ago and that was a big trigger and that and, and when i came back after that whole day of shooting for for, for straight 11 hours i was like this is what i need to do and i was so involved in my lawyer's life and the whole family is like no you're doing so good my boss is like no you're so doing so good so it it was more like i was i, was, I felt trapped and i'm like I, there's no escape i i don't know how to escape this i don't know how to disappoint so many nice people in my life i don't know what to do but see that's the thing and then and then at that time the universe created another path for me it's like you can't leave this place but what well, let's do one thing let's change your country altogether yeah. so some you know something started happening and my father came to new zealand and he loved this place and he's like you know i want to go there why don't you come along and i'm like now you want me to leave everything and come there he's like yeah um you if you leave india you might lose a lot of things but if you go to new zealand you might gain a lot of things that you always wanted in life and mm-hmm. i just i just listened to that one sentence i'm like okay i'm coming and yeah. that's simple that's how i moved to new zealand and i decided that if i am going to new zealand yes i will study law there but my objective is not law my objective is to get inside the industry maybe this is my break this is why i wanted to be here this is why the universe wanted me to be in new zealand and, and basically everything just started falling in place and uh, i got approached i i i got approached for a job so i took that job and then that job the manager oh sorry the trainer of our team was an actor uh indian actor in new zealand and he said oh i make films and stuff and maybe i can introduce you to somebody who might get you into a theater space and then that person introduced me to somebody who was an, who was a bit of a famous actor he still is i mean um and he introduced me to my favorite company called prayas which is the leading and largest indian community theater group in new zealand uh and that's it and that was my first start i got into a play uh and then i got into a few more plays and then that said and uh, around 8 months ago i decided that i don't need to do any corporate jobs anymore uh around a year ago i decided to lay down my law exams uh, i don't want to be a lawyer uh this is not what i want to do and i don't want to put my energies into something i don't want to do and that's pretty much it uh, and that's what i tell people you know sometimes it's just about getting up and going it's like you can't think too much because if you think then logic starts creeping in um absolutely i must I must say your your story as well it touches on almost the running theme that we have with Mirix. I know that when we we spoke with Artie it was 
it's yeah. a really similar the story in, in the something doesn't exist until it does and and just yes. because something isn't a particular way or, or something isn't around doesn't mean that you driving it forward or just jumping in head first isn't going to bring it to life so and i must say as well your your story is actually very similar to uh, my uncle he was someone mm. who he wasn't actually a lawyer he was in the yeah. military in the army wow. but he had a he had a similar point where he had a, a similar break and then absolutely just turned his life around so i I, I totally understand that, and it is. It's sometimes just this this pulling it and drawing to the arts and theatre that just yeah. does something inside of us and, and, and brings it out. Um, but you, you talk about your time in India, and now you you've yeah. lived in, you're living in Auckland. And how yeah. long have you been in New Zealand now, all up? Um, it's today. It's been oh, to it exact time at the moment uh, makes it uh, four years and four days. Wow! Wow! This so, is the exact time I landed. So yeah. Wow! And. How many, how much theatre have you been involved in? How many shows have you been up to? So um, Tell us a bit about that history. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I think by, and I'm just, just on the top of my head, I don't remember the exact figures now, but I think by the, by, by the end of July, uh, I will be, I think, done with my 15th production. Wow. Uh, in the last four years. Yeah, um, it's been a hell of a, of a roller coaster ride and it's been amazing at, and yeah, so, uh, so, and it's funny, the first show that I got into that I was telling you about um, for Prayas was called uh, A Fine Balance. And it was, uh, it's a very famous novel by Rotan Mystery. It was a very awarded uh, playwright and a writer. And uh, we did that, we, I opened with that play, I debuted with the play, and that play is happening again uh, through Prayas and in collaboration with New Zealand's leading uh, theatre company called the Auckland Theatre Company, the famous Auckland Theatre Company. And it's it's kind of a big step for South Asian community um, because um, this is the first time, it, and it's historic because this is the first time that they've opened doors for a collaborative uh, effort like that. And it's a 100% South Asian play happening with ATC. Uh, so it's a big, big feat for uh, all the community. Plus, um, it's a good opportunity uh, for all the upcoming South Asian actors to get involved into mainstream theater. Uh, so we're doing that show again. <laughs> Uh, starting this June, and it happens straight after Mira. So currently I'm working on three shows. Uh, one of them is Mira, which is the first one to come. And then you've got, uh, there's another show I'm doing for the satellite project. It's called uh, Hollywood Extra. And then we've got uh, a fine balance happening. Um, and a fine balance, I must say, sounds a lot like the the ethos that comes from, from Wild Dreamer Mira. It's all about this kind of community collaboration between artists and, and yeah. especially just the, the huge resources and funds behind to give these guys a platform. That's, that's so cool that this is, it seems to be yeah. going off in Auckland right now, the, the theatre. Yeah, absolutely. And see, Mira is also bringing a similar palette uh, to Auckland because Mira uh, has, has has this cast and crew which is uh, co which comprises of a lot of different uh, ethnic groups and diversity. And, and you know, and, and there's a very big misconception that people have about diversity is that when you talk about diversity, it's like, hey, diversity is people from different color, but all of us are diversity. If you put, uh, uh, you know, and, and and don't take me, I mean, in in, in, in the wrong sense, but if you put like uh, a brown person, a black person, if you want to call them, uh, or uh, uh, you know, uh, or a white person, or 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 or, or you know, or or, or a semi-brown person. I don't know. I just don't like using color names. I just like calling people people. Yeah. So if you put different types of people, I would say from different backgrounds in a room, that, that that's all diversity. 
Exactly. Uh, Whether you've got people from different countries, different nationalities, exactly. different religions. Exactly. There's, it doesn't there's matter no boundary. if you're white or black or brown or orange or pink. It doesn't matter. You just have to be a person of a different background. And that makes you diverse. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and see, and that's what Mira is. Mira has also got so many flavors of different backgrounds of people coming from all walks of life, coming from um, all different kind of races, if you want to. Uh, if you want to use that word, it helps people to understand. That's it, um, and and it's it's all about getting all those energies together, getting all those backgrounds together, getting all those people together. It's like a canvas, and you're throwing different paints to it, and it you see, and it will create some magic ultimately. I think that something we touched on last week, we got to speak with Cham Kaur, the, the drama mm -hmm. consultant for the show. Yeah. And something yeah. we talked about is that one person on stage or just only one person directing doesn't bring a theater show together. And I think that's what makes theater so special is that yeah. the only way for it to work and, and be this success and be this amazing, captivating show is for this entire collaboration between a whole Absolutely. load of people in the background, not only on the actual right. stage, but mm. behind that production as well is what brings it to Absolutely. life. There's so much that goes on um, behind the scenes or backstage, as you as, as people say, there's so much that goes on in order to put that one hour of show. Uh, there's months and months of rehearsals, there's months and months of hard work, there's months and months of practice, dancing, choreography, thinking artistically what you want to put in there, thinking about music, thinking about lights, sound, every small detail needs to be looked after. Because ultimately people have come in for an experience and this is not a movie, it's a live experience, right? People engage with you core to core, that's what we actors think about, engaging with your audience, um, that's what they have come to experience. and. Um, it, it's it's such a beautiful process after about anything else it's it's a beautiful process that people enjoy uh working and and you have to have a lot of passion to do theater that's one thing you've got to have because it's as i said it's not like a film it is a very attach attaching to you it atta a theater project attaches to you and and becomes a part of you for a few days and that's how i have a lot of withdrawal symptoms when i leave my shows after my shows i have massive withdrawal symptoms like i sometimes feel i should go check with somebody for <laughs> therapy or somebody no no it's not it's not even funny i have massive withdrawal symptoms after my projects well i must and, say is I, I i get that because i i personally have never been involved with theater i'm only more on the marketing side but mm -hmm. towards the end of, of last year something i felt especially after our show was done was just this huge sense of detachment from all these people yeah. that over the last year, 18 months, had just developed a almost family-like connection with. These are people I saw all the time and connected with their stories and understood their passions and their drives for why they did what they did. And once the show is done, only that single moment on stage, and then once it's finished, that show is over. And I, I, I can totally understand that, that feeling, especially when you're one of the people on stage and so in net in that family. Yeah, absolutely. And and you miss kind of, you, you miss that. You miss being around with someone. And see, that's that's why I love theater. Uh, again, that's the other reason I love theater is because, or in, ma in the matter of fact, I mean, I am close to theater. I do films as well. But it's, um, it's, it's you know, it's kind of, it's it's like it brings so many people together and it bonds them. Uh, and, 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 and yeah, I mean, Sometimes when people come to watch a theater or a movie, they're like, yeah, the actor is acting and that's all they do. They just come on stage and they act. But there's so much hard work that's going on inside that actor at that mm -hmm. point. And there's so much hard work that pe people like uh, the, the crew, like people like you, uh, Arthi or Chumkor or uh, even a small uh, stagehand 
uh, or help does is immense. It's immense how everyone contributes to that yeah. one moment of brightness that happens and shines on stage. Yeah, obviously the actors steal a lot of it, but then because because you ha you need a vessel to tell that story as well, right? Of course, and that's something especially at, at Wild Dream. I know that we understand and appreciate really dearly is it is only for that that short amount of time or that single moment on stage, but. Something that we, we really try to do is, is create this, this community, this, this following of, of people where we, we continually provide not only this amazing show and this amazing vibe and excitement, but especially once that show is over now, um, following on that journey as well. I know that on our, our Facebook pages, um, we still store all of our videos on our YouTube and especially with yeah. these podcasts as well. We want to create a, a, a vehicle online almost for even once that show has finished, like it has in Gold Coast, that those people yeah. can still still follow on and be a part of, of seeing the future, how the future journey unfolds. But That's you, great. You, you spoke a bit about um, behind the scenes and obviously your role, not only as one of the main characters, but also as an assistant director. But yeah. tell us how that, that's panned out. What are, what are some of your, your roles or, or your, your tasks in that such? Absolutely. So, I mean, um, uh, an assistant director, or if you want to call like a, on a film set called the first AD, is basically the person who runs the shot when the director is busy thinking about the main stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's basically being the directors or the drama consultants uh, wingman uh, and making sure that their vision is portrayed uh, and, and um, you know, you can make other people understand, organize them, get people together. It's a hell of a task because it's more like, it's all, it's all about getting those small babies in the room uh, and making them show, and making sure that you're monitoring them nice and well and they're behaving well. Because uh, even people uh, behave like, like adults behave like small children. And it's funny because we have a lot of children on set and we also have a lot of um, adults on stage. So we, we've got like people ranging from five years and going all the way up to 60 years. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is sometimes the young ones are more well behaved than the, you know, the other ones because they have more because because, you know, children are so naive. They don't you can't teach a child how to play. It's more like that. So they did naturally playful. And, and we're all a bit of a child deep down, aren't we? I mean, we're all a bit mischievous, but... <laughs> No, we should be. We should be. I think uh, one thing I, I thoroughly believe in that you should, and this is something I might, I, I think I might have read it somewhere because I can't, I know I have read it, but I can't remember where I have and I'm, and I'm not quoting it the right way, but this is what I got, got out of it. Like, I think we as a first human being, we should be, we should um, feel half our age. Uh, we should behave um, our age. And I think we should think uh, double our age. It's more like you have, you should have that foresightedness yeah. about that age, but you should not feel that you're getting old, but you should feel that you're getting younger yeah. in life and you should behave of what you are. So you can enjoy that moment as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, and it's beautiful how people come together in a rehearsal space. Um, everyone has got a different flavor to them. Um, when you talk to them, it's different. You direct people, it's different. And you know, some most of the times directing people is just trying to get out, get them to break their barrier and be free and enjoy the moment of what they're doing, enjoy the process. It's not about the show. It's about the journey that we have to enjoy. Because if you're not enjoying the journey, the show is, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. And how has the, the show and the cast been shaping up so far this year? Everything oh. on track and looking good? Yeah, yeah, everything everything's looking good. We are waiting for our launch next weekend. Uh, so it's almost like uh, six days to go for the launch. 
uh, in which we have some important dignitaries from New Zealand, like the mayor is coming, um, um, Mr. Phil Goff. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful to portray uh, those flavors and bring that give them a little sample of what Mira is all about. So we are prepping for that at the moment. Um, the people are looking good. The cast members are looking good. Um, I personally haven't seen the dance side of things because there's another person looking after that. So I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how the dance thing flows out. Yeah, I know I saw uh, a few of the dance rehearsals actually last week. I oh, you did? To, I got to drop in at some of the Gold Coast rehearsals anyway. Oh, you're and, lucky. Uh, they're looking great. I got to see Zara um, yeah. and Isaac, who were um, the me team Mira and Teen Krishna, and they were just looking Perfect. gorgeous together. They're looking great. So I can I can give you a little a gold star next to that one. We're looking good on that end. Great, awesome. Um, and, like, and see, you're one of the lucky. And it's so beautiful that half, uh, not half, but some elements of the cast are prepping in Gold Coast with Aarti. Uh, the majority are prepping here. Uh, with us um, in, in, in Auckland and it's, it'll be beautiful to, to see how everything comes together and how these two cities merge together um, and uh, yeah so I, I'm very excited and waiting I'm excited about that right, uh, to see when everyone comes together in the same room definitely I'm, I'm so excited as well because even from our show last year one thing I took away was that the show was just full of all these gems of, of amazing talent from the Gold Coast. And now we're taking some of those gems and combining that with gems of Auckland talent. Yeah. And as we go on and go forward and go further, the show is just going to tweak and evolve and become even more more amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited to see it every single time. It's just gonna keep evolving and getting better. But you, you tell us a bit about the different flavors that you've seen this year in the dancing and in the, the people backing. I know recently online I saw um, Artie and Shagun, the, director and the production manager got the opportunity to meet up with Auckland's Minister for Ethnic Communities. So there's a, a yeah. lot of different flavours um, behind bringing the show to life and supporting the show along its journey. But what are some of the ones, some of the flavours that you've seen? Is it more from the cast and the different styles of, of um, acting that you've seen? What, how is this show, um, how is it almost unique from all those different shows that you've done before? How is it a little bit different? Good, very good question, George. And I, I'll go over the perspectives of the performers because I, I think it's only fair if I get on that point more. Of course. Um, so, yeah, uh, um, there are... It's funny, see, because I'll tell you one of our characters, um, Udabai, she's uh, one of the... We like to call it... Timira likes to call it the evil character. Yeah. I like the antagonist, uh, one of the antagonist char characters. Um, now she is, that that character is being played by a very very powerful woman called Marianne, uh, Marianne Infante. She is one. She's only she's she's in her early twenties and she's one of the leading producers and actors and um, South Asian I would say, um, and, and 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 performers and creative um, uh, to the to the to the Auckland industry. Oh, you baby! Um, we're actually uh, getting the opportunity to speak to her next week, so you baby even more exciting for that. <laughs> oh, she's out. an amazing powerhouse. Uh, she's one of the hardest working people I've seen. Now, you know what what background she comes from? She is from the Philippines. Um, and when she heard about Mira, she wanted to audition. Now she messaged somebody and then somebody guided her to message me. Uh, she was, and this is something, I don't know if you, if she's happy for me to tell you, but she was a bit reluctant, uh, on auditioning. And I said, and she asked me, Hey, Rish, do I audition for this? And I'm like, why wouldn't you audition for this? And she's like, no, this is, you know, it sounds like a very Indian side of story. And I don't want to be disrespectful in, uh, or mocking it by just coming for the auditions. And I'm like, no, this is not an, it, yes, this is an Indian story, 
but this is about it's not told by just indian people it's a it's a story about love it's a story about sacrifice it's a story about women uh, being uh, powerful it's it's a, it's it's a story about a human being who's trying to break the norm and 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 express freely so it doesn't matter what background you come from this is what this is what it is uh, and then yeah and and funny she she took that advice or i would not say advice but she took my word and she came for the auditions and now she's cast it um now there's another there's another character with us called bhojraj uh so no spoiler alerts uh and that character is being played by a 20 year old boy uh, or i would say a man a 20 year old man who is an amazing emerging south asian actor not and he's a, he's he's half sri lankan and half samoan so you know this so two different part of the worlds getting merged merging together uh then we have people then we have small kids who are amazing gymnasts and when they come to the real and the, i'm talking about two girls over here chloe and uh, uh leela um and these two beautiful young girls are so talented and last time i was in rehearsals and, and you know we had that small break and they were like doing all sorts of funny stuff they were doing cartwheels they were jump, free no no hand cartwheels handstands and stuff and i was just looking at them and they're like and they're like hey why don't you try now and i'm like i'm 30 i'm <laughs> serious uh, they're like no 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 you should try you should try and you know the fun thing is and i did try now because i used to do gym, i was a gymnast when i was young so even i i got into that thing and that brought out a little side of me that i had been missing for a very long time and this is what i'm talking about then we've got a guy called joseph who is who's a maori and he he brings a lot of his culture his stillness to the show and he teaches you a lot of other things so you know you know you know it starts how everyone comes together from all these different flavors and I, and and they 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 kind of you know gel into each other and they teach you everyone teaches you something so it's it'll be beautiful to see so many different kind of people uh, perform uh, and telling the story of mira i totally agree and it's it's actually often a, a common point of misconception about mira is is what that kind of story entails as much as the the plot in the show does absolutely um is entrenched in in that ancient story that comes from india about mira and krishna um the whole show itself doesn't actually isn't a story about religion or or, or about, at all about that 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 story it's just purely in its essence a love story and these are just the two characters that that love story shows so absolutely it is, it's absolutely just that artistic interpretation that we absolutely love to see and and have seen so many times yeah. and is just all about that sacrifices is, is putting women in that that powerful spot and showing that they can yeah. also be the center stage and have that spotlight shone on and them. i think mira was way ahead of her times she was way ahead of her times absolutely because because we needed mira we 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 need we need a lot of miras today you know and it's growing it's getting better it is uh, the, the community theater i know is is one of the fastest growing sectors and and, yeah. and just bringing these people together it, it is it's, it's the the vehicle that that drives the industry forward and and keeps shows like this alive and 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 almost uh think tanking and, and working with people's passions and talents to create an amazing amazing production absolutely but um you you talk a bit about um what's been happening in Auckland and obviously the rehearsals and stuff but mm-hmm. what what else has been happening we've been here drips and drabs about other events um potentially something involving pack lunches or you guys dressing up as chefs for a day what what else oh, is yes. happening <laughs> and, and what else have you guys been up to yes. it's like it's not all just show planning 
No, not at all. We we kind of like to do our stuff and uh, giving back to the community as well. So there was a beautiful event planned by one of our team members, Darshna. And there's a thing called Eat My Lunch that happens. Uh, that 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 is not happened. It's it's like a company that uh, is um, uh, a New Zealand company which feeds Kiwi kids or uh, feeds Kiwi kids in I mean any kind of kid who is not able who who can't afford a meal to to school. Um, and what they do is every time I think is and I may be I may be wrong in, in, in the understanding, so don't take me about the business model. But how they work is basically I think you buy you as a corporate or as an organization or as an individual you can buy lunches from them for mm-hmm. yourself to consume. And every time you get a lunch, they give one lunch to somebody. Uh, for, they pack a lunch for the kid. So it's more like you buy, for example, you buy a fifteen dollar lunch bag. Half of that goes into buying another. So every lunch you buy or every box you buy creates a new box. To be given out to children gives back to that community wow. yeah yeah and and they do and they they are they involve a lot of uh, volunteers uh, with them every morning and we start early at 6 a.m uh, for about three and a half hours and all you do is pack lunches for the for the kids um so we we as team Mira volunteered around i mean 10 15 of us and we were all there and we were packing lunches so this was my third time going there Wow. So I was, I'm always excited to be there. You're a seasoned so, professional packing lunch. Oh, absolutely. And I was a pro. I, I've become a pro. Wasn't this uh, why you good. left law? Was just to pack lunch? Exactly. Now that's the point. I was. You stole my words, there, George. Because <laughs> this is what I. This is why I do it. I did my and, research. Oh man, beautiful. So you know, it was such a nice thing that you know these are the things that you do without any. You don't want anything in return for this. Yeah. This is this is true service. This is like. It is giving. There's no taking in it, and I like giving. As as a person, I like giving as much as I can. Absolutely, so, it's one of our one of our priming ethos at, at Wild Dream. Area is giving these artists the equipment, the resources, the platform, the, yeah. the stage they need to grow, the the platform to give back and collaborate with others. And that's why absolutely. we love doing these these kind of events because they are as much as we work with the local community and, and get inputs from them. We want to be giving back everywhere that we can. I. I actually think there's um, some of you guys, I'm not sure if you're involved, but some of the Auckland team will be going to actually, I believe, a, a primary or high school in Auckland to do almost like a theatre masterclass. And we're just yeah. trying to find every way we can to give back to that community. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. What's the point if we can't do, uh, if we can't give something back? I mean, we, we shouldn't be, as human beings, uh, we shouldn't be uh, selfish. Because um, it's it's all, so I started it's it's funny because I also started something on uh, a year before my like not this year but the year before this on my birthday I started something uh, in India uh, I went to India for this and it was called hashtag it's my birthday and I started this moment when I went uh, to one of the uh, orphanages uh, for underprivileged children and I celebrated my birthday with them and I took like around uh, I can't remember like 50 or 60 odd lunch boxes and and a massive cake and and you know the funny and I'll tell you what what what's what's funny because I wanted to buy toys for them I wanted to buy uh, you know clothes for them um, so I but I wanted to know how many people are there how many kids are there what are, what is the age range so I called up the sister because it's it's uh, there was a sister over there who runs the thing and I called her and asked her a sister what what do the children uh, what kind of age range the children are so I can get them toys so she's like don't get them toys if you want to get us something get us supplies I'm like what do you want and he said she said uh, get us detergents get us toothpaste get us toothbrushes get us uh, um, um, detols get us um, uh, you know um, disinfectants to clean the floor and I'm, I, that touched me so much that touched me so much 
I was like, wow, man, these guys don't even, they don't, toys are not important for them. We think we want to give this back. Toys are not important. They need something else. They need these things. They need, they need the basics. And that's when I thought, you know, as artists, as creators, it is our responsibility to do anything to give these people, not these people, just give people back anything you can. Because you don't know how much you inspire somebody just being on stage, how much of a story that you're telling might click in somebody's head and that person be like, okay, I need to do this today. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a wider thing. It's a very wide thing. But I think that that's how, that's what theater or any art does is inspire people to do something uh, uh, or ignites a thing into them, which, which, is, which helps them doing something inside other people's, uh, for other people. And it's, it's almost as well as something that you might not even thought that might have been needed. Um, I know that, that last week, like you didn't think that you thought they might have needed toys, but instead what they mm. actually needed was toothpaste and, and detergents yeah. and things. Yeah. I know that when we got to speak to Chunkor last week yeah. about um, Artie's kind of journey is she um, wanted to just do a stage show. She was just doing her, her theater dance school. Um, but didn't realize that she had to actually had to create this whole vehicle to bring the community together. Her her vision of just doing Absolutely. stage production um, wasn't actually enough to bring it to life, and it instead required actually all these additional things that her friends, her mentors have passed down to her along the way, different advices, but yeah. instead actually identified what it was that the community needed to keep theater alive, not only in the Gold Coast, but any community that the the show touches so I, I i totally agree that it is that that sometimes you don't even realize what it is that a community needs. yeah but then once absolutely. you know that's when you've got to grip tight and hold it and make it exactly happen. and 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 just like Artie, i mean one of one of my mentors one of my gurus i would like to call him um and one of uh, a very selfless creative is uh, his name is ahi karunaharan and he's our leading South Asian uh, creative director and actor in New Zealand. Um, and he, it is, it is not his, it, I don't think it's his mission, but it, it, it's kind of his passion to create um, parts and ways for our community, our South Asian community. And he's been, and because of him, we are, we are collaborating with ATC and breaking those barriers. So, you know, we need more people like uh, Ahi, we know people like Arti who want to break the norm and try and do something which is, uh, you know, which is not for them, uh, which is not uh, just a small show, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a vehicle for other people to jump on and, and be, and be part of this, you know, it's, we need to create more options for people to come in and join us. Absolutely. And I think that's what makes, I know that's what makes me, but I'm sure makes everyone else as well. So excited to see Mira this year. And I know that tickets are actually on a, an early bird discount sale at yes. the moment. They're actually about, a lot cheaper, but do you know who, who you'll be bringing to the show? Who'll be watching you there? Have you, have you got tickets? Have you organized who will be coming? <laughs> family, friends, lover? Yeah. Tell us, give us the Oh tickets. my God. Uh, um, family, uh, yes, obviously my family is very supportive of what I do. And that's the reason I do what I do. Uh, my, my, my mom, dad, and my sister, and I've got my uh, brother-like friend, elder brother, um, and, and a few more people. So I, I, I like my fam my families, um, they always come for my shows, my family and friends. And I have like a bunch of 2025 um, odd friends that come off all my shows. So I will definitely have those people intact. Um, lover, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, 
well i i my status is, is kind of in the middle of being single and not being single oh. uh or is this yeah. in light of all those photos we've been seeing online of you at the gym oh yeah, well well being that's that's my other girlfriend you know that's <laughs> jim's my other girlfriend cuz i mean it's not just a gym i love being fit uh i love like eating clean food and that's that's uh, this is something i feel like i'm i want to inspire people to do a lot is uh, eat nice take care of yourself uh you can still enjoy life by doing all of that it's not like you have to eat boiled food it's about eating the right things taking care of yourself because if if you if you take care of yourself you are being a less burden on the ecosystem uh and then you can contribute more back because if you're not able to love yourself and uh, you know take care of yourself i don't think anyone can love anyone else if they can't take care of themselves absolutely you know a famous person that once said um if you can't love yourself how the hell are you going to love somebody else so exactly and that's so true Amen. that's so true you have to love yourself in a good way absolutely. uh yeah so i don't know about my lover i don't know if she's going to be watching the show well maybe uh, maybe after she sees you on stage at mira she'll be hook line and sinker for you oh yeah yeah i hope so when I mean, she's uh, she herself is part of the creative industry uh not digging into more details uh let's see what happens it's still fingers crossed we'll see uh, we will yeah sure hey we'll just putting out on the podcast i'm still single you know as i said <laughs> I, if anyone's listening and hoping to uh, go on a coffee date i'm always free well <laughs> we will definitely keep that on time you can find out more information <laughs> about our show or about Rishabh himself on our website just google wild dreamer productions and you'll find it um you can do the same on our socials you can just search mira or mira the production um on facebook instagram youtube we'll come right up and we're also on twitter for anyone that uses that but of course everybody get in and book your tickets now you'll see me you'll see Rishabh on stage performing Woo-hoo! in all his glory um and that is at this this may and june at asb what a fun theater so thank you so much rishabh thank you for your time thank you for your insights you, it has been truly great to talk to you and Same. i'm sure i'll see you very soon keep up the hard work bringing the show thank to thank you life. thank you george and yeah just to everyone listening hey please book your tickets fast before they sell out right now it's it's early bird so you get a l- huge discount uh, and it's not because we want to sell tickets it's because we want everyone to come and watch the show um and yeah it's a beautiful uh, confluence of different kind of uh, forms and uh, cultures and um, and varieties of creative um, um creative cocktails so please do come watch the show you know you got to do that selling part as well george so i'm just you know making sure i pick pick that box <laughs> thank off thank you thank you you're doing a good job soon very much appreciate <laughs> thanks george thanks enjoy thanks for the job thank you so much and we'll Lovely talk to you soon to you. everybody see you later cheers bye